Hello and welcome to Michael's Insurance Daily Podcast. This is your host, Michael Young. Uh, today we're going to talk about reservation of rights letters. And now that you've completed the conclusion section of your letter today, we're going to discuss how to put that letter into the mailbox. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I, I think we've beaten the reservation of rights letter thing uh, to death. What, what I did want to do, though, is put in a plug for an article that my uh, partner Katie Jacoby and I drafted uh, for the CPCU Society's uh, magazine Insights. And this is an article that talks about how, you know, I think it's such a helpful practice for Insurance Coverage Council to have a conversation or meeting with the claims professional after that council has reviewed the file materials, but before they put any written opinion uh, down and, and into the insurance company. And one of the main reasons for that, and there are so many reasons, which you can read in the article, but you know, what, one of the big reasons is that the, you know, what I call the pre-written opinion conference, that is after you've reviewed the materials, but before you write the opinion, allows the claims professional and outside counsel to identify whether that counsel needs additional information or documents from the claims file to provide a complete opinion. I think one of the things that frustrates claims adjusters and professionals a lot is when they assign a coverage opinion or a coverage assignment to outside counsel, then they wait weeks for the written opinion and then receive a lengthy and I'm sure expensive coverage opinion that addresses the policy issues and in coverage matters, but then ultimately provides no conclusion because the council needs additional information. Uh, you know, having that conference before the outside counsel puts pen to paper allows the lawyer to explain to the claims professional why or he she thinks that she needs to review additional information or documentation, you know, such as claim diary notes or witness statements. And then after that conversation takes place, the claims professional can then decide whether or not he or she agrees with that lawyer and can go ahead and provide that information or not. I think if that conversation does not happen, you may end up with written coverage opinions many times which are incomplete and that don't serve the purpose of the insurance company reviewing them. Lots of other reasons for having a conference like this. If you would like uh, to learn what those might be, uh, take a look at the article, like I said, that uh, uh, Mr. Jacoby and I published. I have a link to that in the show notes. Thank you. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, I would love it if you were to subscribe and also share this uh, podcast with your friends and colleagues. If you want to learn more about me, Michael Young, just uh, go to my website, michaelyoungstl.com. That's michaelyoungstl.com. You can find my articles, blog posts, uh, links to my LinkedIn, Twitter, email, all that good stuff. As always, you have to remember that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Have a great day.